0: Welcome back into the LaCrosse Bucket Podcast. An emergency episode here today as Andrew McMinn has been named the head coach of the Utah Utes. Announcement coming from uh, the University of Utah about three hours ago at the time of recording this. McMinn obviously coming to Utah, after ten seasons as the head coach of the Robert Morris Colonials, and you know, was there on staff for fifteen years, serving as an assistant uh, coach uh, under Bill Davis uh, before him, uh, before succeeding uh, succeeding excuse me Bill Davis there uh, starting in two thousand and twelve. McManus compiled a 76-67 and 67 overall record at Robert Morris and led the program to their first and second NCAA tournament appearances in 2018 and 2019. Obviously being crowned the NEC champs both of those seasons. They won back-to-back. RMU, uh, obviously, this past year was an independent. And uh, what was their record this past year? They went 7 and 6. Okay. I know M- McMinn, they've gone, I think it's a seven year stretch now that McMinn has led um, the Colonials to a um a winning season. So uh, seven of his ten years there at as head coach at Robert Morris uh leading the Colonials to winning seasons. Obviously mentioned the two you know best ones 2018 2019. Uh 2020 was a pretty you know, looked like a solid squad. 2021, obviously competing as a independent. Robert Morris, no, coincidentally, going to the A-Sun, as well as Utah. So, um, you know, th- th- that is an interesting dynamic right, right out of the gate. You got to play your former school, uh, your former team, um, you know, right away. in your first year on the new job. And you know, my, my my first initial I guess like when I saw the news, Andrew McMahon going to Utah, my first like initial reaction was, you know, first of all, good hire. Um obviously I've been you know past minute or so, um, rambling off some of the, um, successes that he had at, uh, RMU, uh, certainly, you know, rose that program to, uh, a different level. Uh, you know, they were a, a perennial, you know, top 30, top 25, top team, uh, kind of team, um, the past couple of seasons. Um, especially you know, 2018, 2019, 2020 uh, this past year um, you know maybe it wasn't as good as some people thought it could be, but still seven and six record. Um, they and you know by the way, they have played Utah <laughs> um they, they played them this past season. Uh, Robert Morris did winning 16 uh, to 12 at Utah uh, back in uh, May, I believe it was. so uh, you know has faced, Uh, Utah, and will face his former team as well um, as a conference opponent. You know, this is a very interesting hire. You know, usually I kind of use a scale of like, you know, like it, love it, you know, it's okay, don't get it kind of thing. Um, You know, I'd say I I like this hire. Um, You know, I... With Utah being a Pac-12 school, I kind of maybe expected them to go for more of a um, high-profile assistant coach at a Big Ten, at an ACC, a Sean Cohen type, um, for example. And I know his name was in the mix for the for the job, um, you know, according to reports. So, um, you know, did maybe expect them to go. That route instead of, you know, mid, mid-major head coach, um, which ultimately what they did. And, uh, you know, certainly I, I don't think there's anything, you know, bad you can say about McMinn. I've, I've never heard a bad thing about him. Um, as head coach, certainly, you know, has only been at one place, by the way. Like, I don't think people realize that. Like, he was an assistant at Utah. He played at Providence. Was an assistant at Utah um, for five seasons, and then 2012, boom, elevated the head coach there um, at Robert Morris, and you know now shipping out to Utah. So you know th- th- this is his second stop, really, um, of his coaching career, coming out to Utah. I think the biggest thing that I you know, really came to mind for me that really I, I think. Why this hire makes so much sense is so when you look at Robert Morris, they're kind of on that western flank of the kind of eastern you know, what across has grown across the continent, but division one wise, it's still very heavy, heavy northeast east coast sport. Um you know and Robert Morris is kind of, they're on that western flank there of that kind of east eastern demographic, I, I would say. And, you know, they have, western PA has some, you know, very good players. And they've gotten some good guys. They've gotten some kind of under-the-radar kind of guys. I mean, uh, Jimmy Perkins, uh, if I remember correctly, w- w- was a walk-on um, there. And then, you know, he's one of the best players in program history. They've also gone and gotten a bunch of Canadian guys. And we've seen multiple kind of newer programs uh, do that. Uh, Robert Morris certainly. uh, I think RMU for the past couple years has had, like, the most guys drafted in the NLL, uh, uh, you know, of any uh, college program. Um, And and certainly getting a lot of Canadian talent in there. So going kind of that geographically, being in more of a, not non-traditional, but being maybe at a disadvantage a bit, um, opposed to, you know, a Hofstra where you ride on Long Island um, or a Stony Brook or some of those teams, uh, UMBC, uh, some of these mid-majors that are in these big hotbeds that, can get some good players every year keep some guys home um and you know you're not gonna compete with a maryland a virginia yearly um recruiting wise but you are gonna get some really good players nonetheless and all of yous gotten some great players from western pa and from pennsylvania in general um as i said but going more th- that canadian pipeline there um has been pretty strong and McMinn really continued that. Um, that was a, kind of a Bill Davis project, and he really continued that uh, there at RMU. So for me, seeing that non-traditional attitude, I would call it non-traditional, no, being maybe at a, at a geographical disadvantage, to an extent, you're still in Pennsylvania. It's still in the Northeast. But, and being a smaller school, um... Like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure most people, I mean, lacrosse people, we knew what Robert Morris was. But, like, most people, until Robert Morris beat Kentucky in the NIT in, what, 2000 and that 2012, 2010-ish, um, 2013 maybe, I don't think a lot of people realize, like, even I'd ever heard of Robert Morris. So you have a lot of disadvantages of being a smaller school. The way they recruit kind of more unconventionally, I wouldn't even call them so much disadvantages, but just uh, uniquenesses, if you will. It's a, it's a unique program in the way they do things. And I think looking at that and then looking at Utah as the westernmost Division One program, the only Pac-12 program, I think you need a guy who knows how to get creative on the recruiting trail, how to... No. You need someone to bring that kind of uniqueness, if you will, to Utah. And I I think having been in a situation where you maybe do have some disadvantages, going into Utah, where you certainly have that geographic disadvantage, um, and... You know, certainly there's some great players on the West Coast, a lot more than there used to be. Still, the majority of the top talent is still uh, back on the East Coast. So, you know, and it is difficult. You know, hey, you want to fly all the way out to Utah. You know, can your family come and fly out and watch you play every single weekend in Utah when you could go to, you know, a school on the East Coast and it's drivable? You know, that is – that is a disadvantage for 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 programs out west, not just at the Division One level, uh, but Division Two, II, Division Three um, as well. And certainly Utah, being the most west, western D one program, so I do think having some of that experience with McMinn certainly makes him a uh, probably made him such an intriguing candidate, I would guess for. Um, Mark Harlan, the AD at Utah, and, and, and whoever else was on that hiring committee um, there. So um, I, I certainly that that's one of the first things that popped in my mind was just like, okay, there are some similarities. Like, well, RMU is a smaller school and Utah is a big state school, you know, there are some similarities in kind of the unique nature, if you will of these programs, that his experience at Robert Morris and raising that program up to the level they have been playing at the past couple seasons is certainly something that you would look at at a place like Utah and, um, and and certainly be impressed by and certainly want in your program. Now, want leading your program, I should say. As far as staffing goes, Utah still has Will Manny, Marcus Holman, Adam Gittleman as assistant coaches on there. However, there are reports that Sean Doyle will be heading to um, will be heading to Utah with McMahon Doyle has, uh, you know, been an assistant coach there since um, 2019. I uh, believe he was the OC, um, I believe, there uh, with, yeah, yeah, he was the OC, offensive coordinator, um, there at Robert Morris, um, you know, played at RMU from 2015, 2018, uh, you know, was an assistant at VMI, uh, the defensive coordinator there, and then, uh, j- jumps over to RMU, uh, back to his alma mater. So, um, you know, played under McMinn, coached alongside him as an assistant, and, uh, reports are that he will be heading, uh, to Utah alongside, um, guess what you would call his mentor, um, I guess you could, uh, you could say, so that is certainly, makes things interesting, and, 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 and does raise some questions of what that staff ultimately will look like, um, there, obviously Marcus Holman being Brian Holman's son, does he want to stay on, I, you know, that's, I don't know. Will Manny, does he want to stay on? You know, and, and those guys certainly bring a certain level of, you no know, name recognition to Utah. Both POL stars uh, on the recruiting trail. You know, Will Manny calls you up um, to recruit you. I mean, I, okay, if I'm a high school player, I'm, I'm answering that phone call. Will Manny calls me. Um, Marcus Ullman calls you, you, you're going to answer. I mean, absolutely. Um, So, no, certainly that name recognition is there. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens to that staff, how things end up looking. I'm sure we'll uh, know more of that um, next few days, next few weeks, um, probably at the latest as. Fall ball uh, gets underway at most programs here. So, Andrew McMinn taking over at Utah. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see how he does there, uh, moving from a smaller school to a bigger uh, Pac 12 program. Um, obviously, you know, going to be making that same move that he was going to make already with RMU and going to the Atlantic Sun. So, Uh, that will certainly be an interesting uh, one to watch here. uh, as Andrew McMinn takes over at Utah. Um, Now, the next question that I've been getting is, so who's going to take over (laughs) at at LOMO um, at at RMU? I honestly don't know. You know, I honestly don't know. And and I think that's a program where – there's certainly going to be a lot of interest. I I, I would expect, um, you know, there's a lot of talent on the roster. Um, you know, do they, does an assistant, maybe former assistant, um, get the job there? I don't know. You, you know, I, I've heard some people say, you know, Probably go to an alum. I, you know, I don't know about that. McMinn wasn't an alum. Obviously, he was an assistant coach that was promoted. They're gonna go that route again, but uh, certainly, uh, you know, McMen's move to Utah opens up another position at head coaching position in college lacrosse, and uh, certainly something to follow um, as we head into you know teams getting back on campus now um teams getting their workout uh starting their you know fall workouts um by the way y- y'all seen Mike Mike Mikey Sisselberger um at Lehigh squatting, what was it 565 uh yesterday uh dudes are dudes fleek so uh we love seeing those videos come out it means fall balls around on the corner um should be getting some fall ball schedules here in a few days. I mean, we have uh, two Hopkins and Towson out um, with what their fall ball schedules are. We know of two events um, in October, usually when things are. So, uh, we'll start start getting those out um, sooner rather than later. Um, As always, take care, and I be back. We'll continue in our our 2022 early uh, season preview. So, you know, those podcasts will keep coming daily as well. As you know, any breaking news certainly will hop back on here when Robert Morris um, announces that hire. And if any other breaking news happens to come up as always, thank you all for tuning in and have a great rest of the week. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at lacrossebucket, lacrossebucket.com, where it's always lacrosse season.